Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome back to another episode of Chat with Rack, the only podcast about Michigan State University's Department of Writing, Rhetoric, and American Cultures. I'm your guide, Justice Curry, here to take you on another adventure within the Rack Department. Hi, welcome to Chat with Rack. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> How you doing today? I'm all right. It's early. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what do you do for a living? So I'm a communications designer uh, and I work for myself. So right now I don't work for anybody else. Um, I mean, I do. I have clients, but yeah, I'm self-employed communications designer, which is more and more common these days. <laughs> How would you define the difference between being a communications designer and a general graphic designer? a little bit more in depth in terms of I'm not just producing visual work, but also a lot of technical things, as well as strategic implementation of whatever the goal of the communication that company is in terms of their communications. Where was your starting point for your career? When I first started my career, I actually got my first job while I was still in college. Um, I was the in-house designer at Pure Detroit for a year or so. Um, and from there, I've been both freelance and I've had, you know, longer term contracts at companies. Um, I've worked at GM. I've done work for Via Transportation, uh, Meridian Healthcare, a lot of different clients, uh, mostly, you know, across the Midwest um, and some here in D.C. too. But I definitely started off freelance and, you know, kind of move into positions whenever they are available. <laughs> So you mentioned that you pretty much got a job like right into college. Was that was it difficult for you to secure a position within your area of interest? No, not at the time. I mean, it was I was working at Pure Detroit like in a retail capacity. And then, you know, everyone knew on staff that I was a graphic designer. One day the bosses walked in and I was on my computer doing homework. Um, which I shouldn't have probably been doing, but, you know, they weren't angry about it. They actually were very interested in what I was doing. And then they started having me doing communications work for them. It started as Facebook graphics, and then it kind of became more print and other things too, um, and some t-shirts and stuff like that, products in the store. So it wasn't difficult. It kind of like, I got lucky. It kind of fell in my lap. Um, but yeah, it, 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 I was lucky to get a first job so quickly and so soon um, after starting school. So you mentioned that you worked uh, freelance on and off. Was Would you say that it was easier for you to work freelance um, as opposed to like working for a specific company or business? Freelancing is definitely, I would say, more difficult because it's just you. You know, you're on your own and you have to not only prove your, you know, whoever, whoever the client is, you have to prove you know, yourself worthy of taking on that job, of course, but also, you know, there's not a whole lot of the support and other things that you get when you're working at a company. So it's really, it's you and whoever else you're working with. And that can be a little bit harder to kind of manage sometimes, um, especially when you're working on bigger projects that have complexity in multiple departments. It can be a lot and you don't typically experience having to manage all of that yourself when you're working at a company, so. Would you say it's competitive working as a designer in trying to get employed at a firm or a business or company? It's highly competitive. It, this is not a, a career path for the non-competitive because you're going to be competing nine times out of 10 um, for any job that you go after. 
What advice would you give to future designers on how to set themselves apart from the competition? I would say if you choose to go the school path, look more into the type of work you want to do. This is a very vast career field. So look into the type of work and the type of industries or people that you want to work around and try to cater your portfolio to make more sense to that realm. With the competitive nature of being a designer, do you think it's possible to be financially stable as a graphic designer, working full-time as a graphic designer straight out of college? Yes, but it is a, it's a lot of work and a lot of designers do work a day job uh, just because it is so competitive. But I will say also, this depends on where you live. Uh, you know, somewhere like Detroit, where I first started out, it's not a real haven for graphic design, but if you live out West in LA, which I've been out there, there's a ton of work out there. So this is also, you know, it depends on where you live. And I know a lot of things are being done online now, but having physical proximity is still important. As a freelancer, what is the process like of getting a client and working with a client and um, getting things done? It depends on the type of client and also just, you know, how their work style is. I'll say corporate clients can be more difficult. There's typically more paperwork, more of a proposal process there. And I won't go too deep into what that's like. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot more waiting around with corporate clients where individual clients or if you meet people who might be in charge of these corporate projects, you know, it tends to be a little bit more personable. But the process is typically the same where you go through, you know, of course, do the analytics. Do your homework, do all of your an analytical homework before you even pursue a project to make sure it's first of all, something you wanna do and something you are capable of doing. Typically you go through the proposal process and then there's some back and forth there. You plan out the project, whatever that looks like for the particular project. With corporate, it's a lot more charts and planning and things like that. Individual projects, it's not as much work, uh, but once you're done with that, you start working. And I mean, and of course you're in communication with the client the entire time and there might be regularly scheduled meetings or update briefs or things like that. Um, and of course, you know, you produce some work, you go through the process of refinement. If that, depending on the type of work, you might go through some additional production, whether that means, you know, you're preparing it for print or you're preparing it for broadcast or whatever that might be. Um, it's hard to say, you know, depending on the type of work you do. But yeah, there's a process where typically, you know, you propose if they accept or deny, there might be some negotiation there. You do the work and then you prepare the work to be out into the world. Um, and it's a long process sometimes, but sometimes it's like a week. It really depends on the, 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 the client. How do you avoid burnout? When you have like a creative block, how do you get mm -hmm. through that? I would say sometimes it's about taking a break. And, and I've, I've talked to other designers about this too, who have gone through the same thing, especially when you're coming out of working on a big project that might've taken several months. If you can take a break, it's definitely a good idea to give yourself just some time before you take on another big project. There are designers who kind of take like a rest and digest strategy towards their work. Marian Banshees is a good example of this where, you know, she spends a lot of her time and these are her own, this is what she says she does. She spends a lot of her time, you know, resting while she's coming up with a concept. I think that taking a slower approach to work can also prevent burnout. Um, I took, you know, time off from graphic design to 
do a simple job and, you know, stuff like that. Um, because this can become, it can overtake your life in a way, you know, it can become, it's everywhere. Sometimes it's hard to like even go to the grocery store with, and turn off that graphic design brain. To close out, is there any advice or anything else you want to say to inspiring designers that are uh, looking forward to getting into the field or even getting into freelancing? If you want the longevity out of this career, uh, if, you, if this is what you really want to do, I would say don't rush yourself. Um, you know, don't think that you have to start out working on the big projects. It's okay to do things for the local mom and pop, local bakery, the local nursing home or stuff like that. Start local, start with people you know, family and friends. Those are worthy projects too. You can help people without it having to be a huge corporate project that makes a bunch of money. Um, start small. If you if you want the longevity, those the lessons that those small things will teach you um, is definitely worth it. Another thing that I think if you are serious about this career and you don't see it as just something that you're going to be doing on the side, um, or even if you do, you know, if you have the opportunity to do something for someone that really can impact their life, like wedding invitations or an obituary or something like that, if you ever have the opportunity to take on those projects and you're comfortable, definitely take those projects on. That type of project will really kind of connect you to why what you do is essential. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Chat with Rack and answering questions about your design work. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to Chat with Rack. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Chat with Rack and tell us what topic you'd like to hear next. Don't be a stranger.